guys, welcome back to another podcast. Just before we get into what we're actually going to be talking about today, this podcast is no longer called Serenity. I renamed this whole podcast, gave it a complete and utter makeover. I just, don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved Serenity. She was amazing. Meant like the meaning behind the name Serenity, you know, it was comfort and everything. And I really wanted people to feel comfortable when they would listen to my podcasts. But I started talking about conspiracy theories and I was like, is that like, is that fitting Serenity? Does that fit? Like, do people like, does it give people comfort when I talk about conspiracies and stuff like about murder? Like, I don't know. Um, so I did some research and I was like, I'm always lost in my own thoughts. Like I'm, I have anxiety, so I'm always overthinking things. So I'm always lost in my own thoughts. So I was like, is there a word for always being lost in your own thoughts, but like being happy about it? So I did some research and there was a word that I, that I saw, reverie or reverie whichever way you'd like to pronounce it and the definition of that it's a noun and it's a state of being pleasantly lost in your own thoughts now I don't know about you but I think this is much more fitting to me and to the podcast as a whole um so that's why I decided to change everything you know it's a new year as well so I was like let me just let me just change the name and see how it goes you know I just feel like I I want to take a lot of risks this year because usually I'm quite scared of stuff and I'm scared of judgment and I'm scared of people's opinions on me but even though usually I don't care but it's like no one wants a scandal right so I was like I'm taking risks I'm doing what makes me happy and you know people just kind of have to run with what I'm doing you know so Moving on to what we're talking about today, I kind of just want to talk about life and where I'm at right now. Today was my very first day back at uni after Christmas. Um, I loved it. I had like two classes today. Um, I had a domestic violence class today. That was really, really interesting. Um, The only thing is when it's the first day of term and you're doing a new module, The lessons are literally the same. It's just the teachers introducing everything that you're going to be learning over the term and stuff. But we did talk about some really interesting things. I'm not really going to talk about it just yet because I don't know enough. But do let me know if you want me to talk about what I learned in criminology because I feel like it's quite interesting. I've actually been to a prison before for a tour and I spoke to some prisoners, which was absolutely insane. But definitely let me know if you'd like me to do a whole separate podcast talking about that because I I wouldn't mind. Honestly speaking, I absolutely love uni. I love education and I'm going to be really sad when I graduate. And I know it sounds so weird because people are always so happy. Like, I'm going to be happy that I graduate, but I'm going to be sad because that's it. I'm no longer a student. Um, I just, I don't know. I absolutely love being a student. Um, it's it's weird. I'm I'm weird, but don't you you probably already know that. My only issue with uni right now is that it's closed and that I can't I can't get back onto the court. You know I can't play netball anymore. Uh, it's just I don't know. I just feel like I'm wa- I'm wasting 
my years, you know, I'm, I'm 20 and like, I'm going to be 21 this year. It's kind of insane. Um, it's just, I don't know, people in the UK need to pull their weight, man. Just stay home so that we can all get back to a regular life. I just, any opportunity that they think they can go out, they, it's crazy, man. I just don't want to be here anymore. Um, in the, you know, yeah. I do enjoy uni. It's something I've always loved. Not uni, but like school in general. I've always loved homework, essays, assignments. Absolutely love it. It just, first of all, it's a really good excuse for getting out of that certain things. For example, you need to go to a family reunion or a family event. You can easily say to your family, oh no, sorry, I've got an assignment due dates like in a couple of days. I need to stay and do it. Boom, you don't need to go. Like, I just, yeah, I just love it. And also, it really, it diverts my mind. So it stops me from overthinking because I'm, my mind's occupied with the assignment. So that's another reason why. Um, but yeah, my, my main reason is that I don't have to be social. Um, yeah. It's like half 10 at night. So I don't know what I'm saying most of the time, but just bear with me. I want to talk about everything. I've I've gone onto Pinterest and I've got some questions that I just want to answer. Um, so hopefully you guys are good with that, and you know you can use these questions to reflect on your own lives as well. The first question is, what do you love most about life right now? You know, this lifestyle isn't much different to the lifestyle I had like even before COVID existed because I never really used to go out anyway I don't have many friends like I have loads of friends but I've got a few close ones but I I don't know how to explain it man I'm like the most introverted extrovert and vice versa like I don't know you you understand if you like me you'll know what I'm talking about but The thing I love most about life right now is that I get to spend a lot of time with my family. Because it doesn't matter how much you might fight with your family and stuff. This is the most amount of time that you've ever spent with your family. You spend more time with the people at your workplace or your school than you do with your own family. So the fact that COVID has come along has meant, obviously it's not good, but... A positive side to look at is is that you get to spend time with your loved ones. Another thing I love the most about life right now is that I'm able to focus on uni, I'm able to focus on myself for a change, and I'm able to focus on YouTube, my podcast, TikTok. I'm able to focus on all of this stuff which I wouldn't have had time to do before and it really just, it just makes me appreciate life that much more I know it sounds so like weird like what on earth is she going on about but it's true I I appreciate life a lot more you know going out without a mask or going out in general like before covid we took that for granted we took that seriously for granted so you know I don't know I just yeah let's just move on to the next question who is most important to you and why my family and myself 
because this deadly disease, I don't want any of them to get it. Um, I can't imagine how horrible it is to lose a loved one very close to you because of a virus. You know, I just, or for any reason, actually, I, I can't imagine it. I mean, I lost my grandma um, when I was like six, no, 17. So I, that was like, now I've never been in a relationship, so I've never been heartbroken in that sense. But this was the first time I was ever heartbroken because my grandma was the first loss in my, fa in my family that I ever experienced and I never want to feel a heartbreak like that again so definitely my family are important to me what makes you feel loved well honestly when people comment on my youtube videos I had someone comment on my uh, one of my videos telling me that I was really pretty like I am kind of I'm kind of insecure like I'm confident but I am insecure so seeing that comment makes me feel loved you know uh, having my family around me again that makes me feel loved like I don't know I I just I'm blessed to know what feeling loved is like you know um what are five things that you love about yourself I hope you guys are answering these questions with me because it's kind of weird if I'm just doing it on my own. Please do it with me. So, five things that you love about yourself. I love the fact that I feel like I'm becoming more patient. Um, second thing is that I'm saving money this year. So, so far so good. So I love the fact that I'm able to change for the better and I'm not being stubborn about it. A third thing I love about myself is that I'm learning to not stress about things as much as I was before. So that's another one. Fourth thing is I finally learned how to do my eyeliner properly. I mean, I learned that last year because I was always doing it. A promise I made myself in 2020 lockdown was that I was going to learn how to do eyeliner properly without using a stencil or any help. And I, I've successfully learned that, so I love that about myself. And the last thing is... I don't... I don't know, man. I don't know what fifth thing. Let's just change that to four things. How do you... you how... Oh, sorry, I can't read. Hold on. How do you define self-love? I define self-love as not really caring of people's opinions of you like negative ones if someone goes up to you and goes oh my god you have such a big nose like as long as you love your nose who cares what other people think if you want to wear that outfit because you think it looks good wear it if that makes you feel comfortable comfortable and confident go for it if you want to wear your makeup in a certain way because you like it go for it i feel like the minute you start to not really care what people think is this one of the signs of self-love how do you demonstrate self-love well i try my best to go to bed early you know so that's for my mental state i eat healthy or at least i try to that's for you know keeping my organs and inside like good and fun and fresh and 
just basic things like not being too hard on yourself I was always hard on myself you know part of my anxiety and I still have this I feel like my friends genuinely don't like me and I know that sounds so ridiculous but I genuinely feel as though every friend that I have in my life right now does not like me and that they're friends with me because they feel bad for me or they're they're friends with me because they don't want to leave me out that's a genuine thing like the girls at uni I've struggled a lot and I've never told any of them this but I genuinely feel like they don't like me I've had a lot of friendships in my life and a lot of them have just left me with no explanation or they've cut me off and you know started rumors and stuff and that's really traumatized me and it's affected me um years later like now I'm 20 years old and I I think that none of my friends like me five things that you're grateful for I'm grateful for my health I'm grateful for the happiness which I currently have I'm happy for I'm sorry I'm grateful for having a roof over my head I'm grateful for having my family around me and I'm grateful for having enough to just live and get by even though it's a struggle um let's see the next question how are you making valentine's day special i'm not uh, 20 years single so i'm it's not like i've got any anyone to celebrate valentine's day with but you know what i honestly genuinely feel as though valentine's day is only made for couples and stuff that's not true valentine's day is for anyone that you love it could be your mom your dad your brother your sister any family members your best friend so i will probably send my friends and my family happy valentine's day so yeah um something i love to do in my free time honestly this is the thing right once i've done my assignments i either clean or i watch a lot of youtube sometimes i just really just chill and just rest and just watch films on tv and just take it easy honestly guys i had a christmas holiday from i think it was the 17th or the 7th of december i can't remember now it's ages ago 2020 and literally today was my first day back 18th of january like i finished my assignments on new year's eve new year's day and since then i've really just been taking it easy helping my family out you know just living life slowly day by day and yeah um it really depends i do like to clean um TikTok, oh my god, I go on TikTok so much is actually a problem. Um yeah, I need I definitely need to stop that. An experience that I will never forget. An experience that I oh, there are loads. I I actually had a um oh my god, what's it called when you have like an experience where you feel like you've communicated with god i don't know how to explain it i can't remember what the word is it's literally gone from my mind oh my god my gcse rs teacher will be so disappointed in me right now but i had this 
experience, right? This, I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, it was Ramadan, right? And I would wake up. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Ramadan is a month. It's a holy month. And you basically fast from sunrise to sunset. Okay, don't let these people fool you into saying that we starve ourselves. There's no starving going on. Ramadan is basically a time, it's a month where Muslims all around the world, we come together and it's such a lovely time. I look forward, and I know I'm not the only one, I look forward to Ramadan so much because your family pray together. It's like the one time in our busy lives that the family sit together and have dinner together. You know, we wake up and we have breakfast together. It's like a time where you may rarely see your family members or you may rarely be able to eat with them because even though you live in the same house, you've all got different schedules and stuff. Your dad might have to leave at 4am and you don't see him till 8pm. Your mum might go from 9am 9, 9 and be back by 4pm. You yourself, you'll, you know, you've got your own timetable. So Ramadan is really a time where you don't only spend a lot more time with your family but the main goal of it is to remind us how blessed we are to be able to have food part of the the feeling of hunger in ramadan that you feel is not starvation it's a feeling that you get in your body and it reminds you of the less fortunate the people who can't afford to you know, just go downstairs and open their fridge and eat whatever they want or heat it up in the microwave or cook themselves something on the cooker. It's a time where it's kind of like, it's, it's where we give back, you know, you give more to charity, you're more thoughtful of people, you you can't be horrible to people, you always have, you have to be, you can't be in a bad mood, you know, you, you have to be calm. It's it's a, it's a lovely month and I feel like you should try it and fasting also has many many health benefits fasting is like oh god i can't even describe it honestly the first week of fasting is usually really difficult and then once the first week is done it's like oh it's cool it's like light work it's whatever um the muslim like the ramadan fasting that muslims do you can't drink water and you can't eat anything and you can't listen to music and you can't um put anything on your lips like um vaseline or anything people misinterpret what islam is about it's a very peaceful it's a very easy religion to follow and people think that because it says no alcohol no pork and no drugs and tattoos and stuff that it's so strict that's that couldn't be further from the truth and i feel like if people actually researched it properly they would see how simple it is often a lot of Muslims, and not just Muslims, this happens with every religion, but I'm just saying Muslims because that's what I'm talking about. But a lot of Muslims, they um, they mix their culture and tradition with the religion, which is why people think it's so bad, but it's it's not. Islam, the religion itself, is so gorgeous, literally the best religion. I'm so blessed to be born Muslim, you know, it's something that I'll always be proud of. But, as I was saying to answer the question... I would always wake up after the sunrise prayer. So what you do when you do... I Actually, I might do a vlog this Ramadan to show you guys what it's like. But you wake up, say sunrise prayer is at 4.15am. 
right? What you do is you get up, say, around 2, 3 o'clock. Or some people stay up. I personally, I stay up. And you eat breakfast, whatever it is you want. You eat whatever you want. I drink a ton of water because I get really, really thirsty during the day. So I drink a ton of water. And then you pray. But once the once the prayer time comes you're not allowed to eat and drink like that's it so you've got to brush your teeth eat drink water whatever you want to do you got to do it then and once the prayer adan goes off the call to prayer goes off you can't eat anymore and you can't drink anything that's it your fasting has begun then you sleep and then you get up and you get on with your day without eating or drinking because you're fasting and then maghrib comes which is sunset that's when you break your fast so in the UK it's actually quite long it's around 16 to 19 hours we start at like 3 a.m and finish our prayer at no sorry finish our fast at like 9 p.m so it is pretty long but it's got so many benefits to it anyway I would always wake up like 10 minutes after the prayer after the sunrise prayer which means that I couldn't fast because I was a child anyway and I just like to do it because I liked it but so what I did is because it kept happening and I really wanted to fast and I remember I was getting so upset with myself for not being able to wake up um, because my mum would come and wake me up and I just wouldn't get up. So it was my fault, you know. I prayed to God. I literally, I was lying in bed and I was like, please, Ya Allah, help me wake up. By the way, guys, Allah means God in Arabic. I don't know why people think Allah is a god it literally allah means god in arabic so yeah so i was like yeah allah please help me wake up for you know for um suhoor. i i i really want to fast i want to fast so bad please just help me get up i i really want to get up you know i i want to fast guys i kid you not Every single day after I made that prayer, I was getting up 10 minutes before my mum's alarm was going off to wake us up for, you know, at 3am for the breakfast before our fast. 10 minutes before. And I it's not even like I was getting up. Like, I was naturally just waking up at that time. And I felt like someone was waking me up. And it wasn't my mum. It wasn't my mum because my mum was still asleep. Her alarm had, hadn't gone off. Do you know how crazy that is? So that's one experience I had. Another one I had was actually around Fagr time, which is the sunrise prayer. And I randomly just woke up, right? This is not in Ramadan. This is like a couple of years later. And I went on my phone to check the time. And I was like, what is going on? And my brother's got the call to prayer alarm on his phone. So it went off. So that's what I heard. And I think that's probably why I got up. But anyway, I was, I think my, because I had a bunk bed at the time. My sister was on the bunk bed on top and I was at the bottom. She was asleep. Okay. She was asleep. Everyone in the house was asleep. I heard something whisper in my ear. And I can't tell you what it was because I had no idea. But it scared me so much that I screamed quietly. Like, I was like, ah. And I hid under my blanket because I thought that would protect me for some reason. 
but that is one of my experiences that I will never forget. Well, two of my experiences that I will never forget. It was the scariest feeling ever. And I spoke to my mum about it and she was like, maybe it was one of the angels. Because obviously, obviously being Muslim, we believe in angels and everything. Um, and so my mum was like, maybe it's like, you know, it was angels and stuff. Um, maybe they were like trying to get you to, you know, pray the sunrise prayer. And I was like, maybe, but I was so scared that I hid under my blanket until I fell asleep again. Um, when I get scared and it's like nighttime and I'm in bed and I like scare myself, like I might see something or I might like think I hear something. You know when your brain plays tricks on you? And I hide under my blanket and I go, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And I try and force myself to go to sleep. Um, it does work though, so. <sighs> Let's see, what else? Um, I just, I genuinely just love doing these podcasts, honestly. It really helps me get out of really bad habits, to be honest. Well, not bad habits, but it's, it just gives me, it gives me something to do, but it's such a good way for me to offload. Let's have a look. Um, okie dokie what do I think about when I let my mind wander oh god guys honestly I don't think you guys want to know um I'm gonna tell you one of the things I think about like a lifestyle that I would have if I was a celebrity like Ariana Grande or Selena Gomez or you know Billie Eilish like if I had like fans and you know the money was just rolling in and that's usually what I think about. Um, I also think about what it would be like if I was friends with some, like, social influencers. Like, that would be so cool, and you just create, like, content together. One thing that I would tell my younger self... I would tell my younger self that it gets better and that the bullies won't win, even though they've left you with a lot of trauma and trust issues and self-confidence problems you you don't need to worry and that younger Jahan should stop comparing herself to other girls because I still do that now and it's really bad and I shouldn't do that what do you wish someone would tell you right now oh that coronavirus doesn't exist anymore and that it's safe to go out just so that I can go and see my friends what do you love to be complimented on Oh, my personality. When people are like, oh, you're so funny. And I'm like, oh, thank you. What do you wish you were complimented on more? Honestly, my appearance. That would give me self-confidence. And I don't mean it in like a narcissistic or like arrogant or big-headed way. Or vain way, in fact. It's just, if I got compliments on my appearance, I just feel like I would believe it more because when I was bullied people call me ugly and it's one thing when one person says it but when there's like a couple of people constantly calling you ugly you you kind of start to believe it right so that's one thing kind of stupid I know but you know it's 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 fine would I rather have a million dollars today or one cent doubled every day for 30 days uh-huh I would honestly rather have a million today. 
and then I could just invest it and make more. Would I rather be the boss or employee? Oh yeah, these are some quick fire questions, by the way. I would rather be the employee. And I know that sounds like, bro, why would you ever say that? But honestly, being a boss, you have so much stress on your head. Whereas being an employee, you just have to do what the boss tells you to do. Even though it can be stressful, but the level of stress an employee may have is nothing compared to what the boss has. If I could give every person a gift in the world, what would it be? Clean water and food. And peace. I know that's three things, but still. Clean water and food. I feel like that's so important. And to the poorer countries like Yemen, countries at war, Syria, Yemen, you know, all of these places, I would give them clean water, food that doesn't go off, and medicine, like unlimited medicine and stuff. When do you feel a teen becomes an adult? Oh my god, the minute you start checking your emails in the morning instead of checking your social media. Oh god. I get more notifications, I get more messages in my email than I do on any other social media platform. Combined. Like, the amount of emails I get is like so much more than what I usually get. Do you think it's better to have one great skill, you're an A+, or many skills you're an AC at? Honestly, to have many skills that I'm a C at because I can learn and get better at them, you know? What are three things you teach that you think would, ha would help make school more useful? I would teach about taxes. I would teach about... Oh my god, what else would I teach about? I've only got three. I've only got two things left. Taxes. I would basically teach things that people... No, bro... You know, I learned Spearman's rank in year 11. I have never used it since. You know, algebra, for God's sake. I have not used algebra since I've left school, which was, like, when I was 16. After my GCSEs, I've never done maths. I haven't done maths since I was 16. So, bro, they need to fix up their curriculum because you're teaching schools things. about Guys, did you hear about that girl in the UK who... Oh, God, what was it? I think she was expelled or something. Let me just pull up the article right now. Here we go. So, there was a thing about a school threatens legal action after Muslim girl told skirt is too long. Guys, are you listening to this? So, the school are threatening to take legal action against this girl because she's wearing a skirt that's too long. Her skirt just goes down to her ankles. I don't understand why they've got such a problem with her wanting to be modest. Like, what is this? Surely this comes under some sort of child protection thing because it's a religious belief. She's been sent home every day in December. Her school told her that she was only allowed to come back if she wore a shorter skirt. Like, surely you guys can hear what's wrong with that sentence. They're not allowed to wear longer skirts. Bro, I... This is so stupid. Not only do I feel like this is discriminating against her, this has got to come under some sort of Islamophobia. They clearly know that she's wearing a longer skirt because her family have told the school that she's wearing a longer skirt for religious reasons. 
she can't wear trousers. You know, she doesn't want to wear trousers. That's fine. She doesn't want to wear trousers. You shouldn't tell a woman what she should and shouldn't wear. She wants to dress more modestly. She wants to wear a longer skirt. And they're saying, no, we're going to, you know, take you to court or whatever. That's, you know, I genuinely believe they should go to court because I think that they will definitely win that case. That's so stupid. You're telling a schoolgirl, a minor, that she should wear a shorter skirt. I, that, that literally just doesn't make sense in my head. Like, it doesn't, like, it's just not making any sense whatsoever. Anyway, guys, I'm going to end the podcast here because it's late and I, I actually have to make up for Ramadan. So I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning with my sister today and we'll see how it goes. It should be okay, actually, to fast now because the days are a lot shorter. Uh, back in summer, actually, we had to fast for around 19 hours, which is a really, really long time to go without eating or drinking anything. But now we literally get up at like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and then break our fast by 3, 4 p.m. So it's really like a, a school day. So it's it's so ideal. And it's easy because when you're busy, it's just a lot easier to not think about food and stuff. But I am going to finish this podcast here because I do have to get up in a couple of hours and I am staying up late and that's just not good. And although my sleeping pattern is really, really messed up, I like I need to sleep at least a few hours before waking up again. So guys, I hope you have an incredible morning, night, evening, afternoon or day wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you do check out my social media and my YouTube channels. You can just type in my name and I should come up. Not that I'm famous or anything. That's that's definitely not the case. But I don't know. I just feel like my name isn't that common. So that's why it would come up. And uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys. Thanks once again for listening. And I hope you guys will join me in my next podcast. Oh my God, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. But I hope you guys will join me in my next podcast episode. Also, I will leave a link or something so that if you want to ask me any questions that you want me to answer in the next podcast, you can. Um, mm Mm-hmm. So, take care, guys.